0: The Travelcast, Episode 456. The Travelcast is an audio fiction podcast that brings strange stories by strange authors to strange listeners, such as yourself. I'm your host, Norm Sherman. Man, well, as you can tell from our episode Cover Art This Week, produced by none other than Travelcast art director Bo Kyer himself, it's Shark Week here on the Travelcast. Shark Week in Lovecraft Month, which is now in another month. It's a lot of things, yes, but of those things and more that it is, the thing that it is most by far more than most of the other many things that it is, is badass. We bring you In My Brain, In My Body by Evie Mae Barber. Evie's an educator and writer of interactive fiction, novels, and short stories. She can be found at North Sky Studios on Twitter. And so, without further ado, we bring you In My Brain, In My Body by Evie Mae Barber. In My Brain, In My Body, by Evie Mae Barber. The great white looked like he was having a good time, swimming upside down, bone white belly above water, teeth gnashing playfully, like a puppy dreams of finally catching a squirrel. Just off the verdant coast, boaters came to see him play, Some reached out as he swam by, trying to stroke his luminous stomach, but he was out of reach. Get them out. I warned them to be careful. Something wasn't quite right. The shark was clearly distressed. Nothing too strange. I'd seen this before, but I'd come out with my crew just to see if it might be research worthy. Even a byline on a derelict local news site would be nice at this point. Hell, a quote would do fine. I can't get them out. Another boat rolled up. One of the boaters said it was tonic immobility, playing dead. It might think we're predators. We may want to back off. Might be some kind of cardiac thing, another boater offered. None of these suggestions seemed quite right to me. And thank God. There was no research left to be done on such mundane topics. They're inside. Let's try to help him. Someone else said. We piloted our modest boat over to the shark. It swam the backstrokes through the water in lulling curved lines. Even as a biologist, knowing full well something was wrong, a part of me wanted to join with the gentle beast. The water would be cold, but my wetsuit would help. I could swim in opposing symmetrical patterns. In my brain. In my body. I hit the lever, lowering the fishing net. We needed a closer look. The electric pulley system would be too slow to catch him. It'd have to be done by hand. We waited for him to swim over to the net, but his movement, while slow, was unpredictable. A toddler's looping scribbles. I can't. I can't. I can't. He swam closer to the net, drifting left, then right, then... Pull! I shouted to my shipmates. We reeled in as hard as we could, snatching the beast, a young one I could tell now as we had him close. He didn't thrash, just remained calm, belly up on the net. Less a fin, bite your tooth of long through my skin. Bring him in, I said quietly, not wanting to disturb him. Easy, easy. We laid him down on the deck. A stench of rotten death permeated the brisk ocean air. Nothing looked amiss. We had to turn him over, but I hesitated. I touched his belly, rubbery and wet, but felt nothing. I took a breath and regretted it for the smell. An irrational fear swelled up in me, twisting my guts. "'Turn him over,' I said to my crew. They did so, oblivious to my fear, flipping him onto his side at first. "'What in the name of God is that?' Something protruded from its skull, something white and porous. All the way, I said. My excitement began to outweigh my fear. All manner of parasites and other strange creatures lay hidden beneath our oceans. This one was new, and I saw my full name printed beneath a thousand possible article titles. With a wet thud, the crew turned him the rest of the way. My God, I whispered. A long, thick tentacle had burst through the shark's brain. What I'd thought were black holes covering the tentacle's surface were actually spots, slightly inset. The triphobic circles made my skin shiver and my breath catch. I reeled back, away from the still-living shark. "'What in the hell is it?' my shipmate asked. Slowly I stepped back towards it. "'I don't know.' I sat and kneeled back down, controlling my breath. I looked at the tentacle, staring at one of the black indents. My shipmates, the boat, the shark, even the ocean faded away for just a moment. I ran a finger along the tentacle, feeling its black concavities. What are you? I don't know if I asked it out loud. One of the larger indents moved with a squishy sucking sound. It turned like a sphere, and I found myself staring into an eye. A great white's, where it shouldn't be. Not black and lifeless, like Captain Quint would tell you, but complex, blue, alive, and focused. Focused on me. The wet, squishing sound amplified. Every concavity began revolving. Soon, a hundred little shark eyes were staring at me. People were shouting all around, their voices indistinct. I only heard one. Something boring into my skull. Take them. End this. I had to say something back. I had to. I opened my mouth. Hands were grabbing me, pulling me from behind by both arms, but I fought them off. The tentacle lurched, sprang up like a striking snake, and lunged into my mouth. into the water, scratching that itch to swim, and headed deep into the ocean's dark. They are mine now. They are mine. Think the depths, the murkiness, subside. Parasites indeed. Man, so Lovecraft's big thing is cosmic horror, right? Truth so big and vast that there's not enough room in our heads for them, so we go insane and they explode. Mind control parasitism really picks up where that horror leaves off, doesn't it? What if the horror were on scale with the cosmic, but the truth microscopic in stature? What if insanity were replaced with perfect order and control, and losing your mind doesn't mean your mind is lost? just means something else has it. I don't know, might be worse. Alright, so hey, some fun little teaser news here before we close out. A little bit why we've been delayed. Some cool new stuff coming up to tell you about. Well, not really tell you about, but tell you that we're going to be telling you about it. But for now, let's just say that the badass cover art for episode this week of In My Brain and My Body by Bo Kire, well, that's not the only cover it's going to land on. We got some cool stuff in the works. But stay tuned. Coming up next, we have Nick Mamatis' story, When the Sun Hits. Awesome Lovecraft space opera. You're going to love it. But for now, folks, that's our show. Our program this week was brought to you by Bo Kyer, Tom Baker, Jason Smith, Jen Fisher, Cameron Howard, a cobra, Maria Dong, Jason Cavella, and yours truly, Norm Sherman, reminding you it might be some kind of cardio thing. The waitress turns chairs upside down. Piano player picks up his tip jar and drink. And the bartender shouts last round. (laughs) An hour ago this place was loaded. A noise filled the room like the smoke.